welcome to Songs of Strays, the non-religious religion podcast where we investigate issues of biblical proportions, such as seeing if it's easier to replace an iPad or a stone tablet on AppleCare. Each week, we're going to be taking a section of the Bible and giving it a modern twist. As a disclaimer, we are not anti-Bible and we're not anti-Christian, but us sinners needed some divine inspiration, and we thought, where better to look? Then- Hi, Billy. Hi. Hi. Welcome to our pilot episode. Oh, it's so exciting. I'm nervous. Are you nervous? I'm slightly nervous, but I've got wine, so I think I'll be okay. I've got a fancy craft ale from a a beer subscription service that we can't name. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have advertisers yet. (laughs) (laughs) This is a, like we say, a non-religion religious podcast. Are you religious? Not at all. Not at all. Um, I am... One of those wankers who's like, I think there might be something out there, but I don't think it's like a human person entity. Nah. So you think I, it's like a magical gas cloud? Maybe. Just like a, a feeling, a wish and a dream. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like to think, did you at school ever have to do those uh, spelling games where you had to do like a DNA thing? And the more words you spelt made different DNA strands and you'd made weird animals. Was that a thing you had? No. But, I think, no? No. Definitely it's not. Oh, is this that, like that, a, a religious thing? Like, it's like proving how <laughs> no. evolutionary wasn't real? Like, no, Jesus I, did not, I did not go to creationist school when I was a child. <laughs> um, like, sure fooled me. Um, I did go to Sunday school as a kid and, you know, coloured in pictures of Jesus on the cross and shit. But um, I like how it was on the cross. Like, you could, there's so many other ways Jesus could be portrayed. Maybe I was just haunted by the image of colouring in, you know, like wood, wood, skin pink, blood, blood. <laughs> did he have abs he was the sexy jesus the sexy jesus the sexy jesus <laughs> i was raised christian i guess i was raised scottish methodist i think is the correct <laughs> phrase you'll have to explain because i'm pretty much somebody who is there's catholic there's protestants there's mormons and shit like that don't get into that scottish methodist i don't really know i think it was quite a somber church but then from my family have always been quite happy happy clappy churches they call them <laughs> which is like it's not full-on gospel spiritual yeah but it's there's a lot of love and a lot of color i don't think scottish yeah. methodist was like that and forgive me if i'm wrong but i don't really remember it but no, i was raised christian i went to church of england schools uh and then when i went to boarding school when i was nine ten uh you know we did go to church every sunday we had morning assembly we had hymns Mm. I was in the choir. We used to sing at Christmas service at St. Lawrence's in Ludlow. Like so, it was a very, it wasn't like drilled into you, but it was always there. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of my background to religion. So I know a lot about religion. I mean, I think I believe I would say I'm Christian. I feel like but we should not have the like X-Files completely. music. Like, do you believe? Wrong thing. Not the X-Files music either. Was that Twilight Zone? Did I do Twilight Zone? God, We're getting sued either way. <laughs> we've started this because we needed a kind of platform a template and there's a lot in the bible and it's curious to see how it has uh reflected broad church should we say it is a broad church great tv show <laughs> love TV. child murder um and how how are we starting this podcast we are going to kick off with uh, well we've agreed that this is probably something that most people religious or not would know about and and that is the 10 commandments them rules, baby, babe. Them rules. Yeah, the, I think most people know of the Ten Commandments, even if they don't necessarily know what all of them yeah, are. Yeah, they just seem to be kind of common sense, like don't steal, don't murder, 
be nice to people. Oh, we'll get to those. Do you want to know how I know about the Ten Commandments? How I learned about them? Yeah, so I learned about the Ten Commandments uh, when I was in primary school because I was actually in an after-school club called Frogs. I don't think you know this. Uh, and Frogs stood for fully reliant on Still God. Stop it. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah, I, I was. This was when I was at a Church of England school. I had a great time. And Frogs was great because we just played games, but then they were, it was very subliminal. Have you learned, have you, do you remember that Bible verse from last week? How many of the Ten Commandments can you remember? So I think it was like subliminally. The more you're talking, awesome. it sounds like this was a conversion camp that you repressed. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't. It was definitely school. We had a uniform and everything. What camps have uniforms? All uniform? of them. So, but the one, the one thing people don't know about the Ten Commandments, which I don't yeah. think you know, is what happens just before in the Bible. Go on, hit me. Exodus nineteen, right? And I think this is great because when people think of the Ten Commandments, they think Moses. They think going up on the mountain, Mount Sinai, getting the stone tablet from God, burning bush, blah blah blah. Prince of Egypt, great movie. Thank you, Dream Works. Mm-hmm. But if you actually read the verse before, so the Ten Commandments are in Exodus 20, and this is Exodus 19. So this is what people, Moses, I think, says to the Israelites who have escaped Egypt. Put limits for the people around the mountain and tell them, be careful that you do not approach the mountain or touch the foot of it. Whoever touches the mountain is to be put to death. They are to be stoned or shot with arrows. Christ! Just... Exactly. Um, pretty only Moses allowed me, and I think that's unfair because what if like Jill, like the local peasant girl, she's got a really good memory, yeah. she's a really good scribe. Like maybe her calligraphy yeah. is better. She could have been better. And the thing is though, so this carries on. It says only ram's horn sounds a long blast may they approach the mountain. Yada yada yada. Um, so Moses consecrates the people, blah blah blah, and then he said to the people, prepare yourselves for the third day. Abstain from sexual relations. I'm out. I'm out already. I'm like, I'm dying. I'm done. I'm going to hell. Screw you, Moses. I mean, I think for my current, uh, my current dry spell, um, I'd be allowed on the mountain. It's been much longer than three days. Like, (laughs) they're like, I've been there from the beginning. Um, and then you know, there's fire. There's an earthquake. There's loads of smoke. It says the smoke is like a thick cloud over the mountain. And for me, right, because that's when God's going to appear on the mountain at the top, surrounded by fire. Very Wizard of Oz. Very don't look behind the curtain. Yeah, Do you know what like, I mean? Don't touch the mountain. The, no, don't come up here. It, uh, he's, he's coming. No. It's, that's, <laughs> right, I'll be with you in a second, God. He gets a call. Like, Who's <laughs> I'm, that? I'm, I'm coming. It reminds yeah, me of when I was like um, a kid. My mum would like ring Santa or, or ring the, the kind of other <laughs> mythical bad person, Mr. Smacklegs, and be like, hello, Billy's been really <laughs> Sorry, hold on. <laughs> Mr. Smacklegs. I told you about Mr. Smacklegs. So, in your family, um, not a religious family, but you have Santa. I feel that's worse. That's almost worse than actually hitting your kids. A mythical man who would come and smack (laughs) your legs and take you to bare bottom land. I think isn't. I think it's quite a northern. What Mr. Smacklegs? Anyone, please correct me. No, it was a Jason Manford who did a bit about how he'd call the like his dad would pretend to call the police. Yes, yes, he did. Yes, it is a northern thing that you guys just have these entities. You have the threat of authority constantly at the other end of a phone. Just, just the threat. So have you ever have you ever spoken to Mr. Smackler? No. Never got to speak to Mr. That's the mystery of the trick, Gareth, is that only adults can speak to Santa or Mr. Spatlegs. As soon as you're like, can I talk to him? He's, like, he's gone. Sorry, he had to he had a dentist appointment, he's gotta go. Did you write um when you were a kid, did you write letters to yes. Santa? And Mr. Smacklegs no. got nothing. He was like the no apologies of the situation. <laughs> Well, well, like, if you leave Santa Mint's pie and brandy, like, what would you leave? Mr. Smacklegs. Mr. Smacklegs. 
Just a bottle of tears. Tears. An apology note. One of those YouTube apology videos. Like, I'm just here to tell you that I'm just so sorry. I didn't think I'd have to make this. Um, and probably some sort of whiskey, I feel. Well, Santa also got whiskey. <laughs> they're they're whiskey. like, hey, chin-chin, it's Christmas. <laughs> they're just down the pub. Literally. They're just down the pub, like, again, most of the northern. time. Santa's there, like, smack legs, it's you again. I'm not needed till December. <laughs> You're in. Back. I'm now. Yeah, so it does sound a bit smoke and mirrors. Yeah, so he could be the wonderful Wizard of Oz. He could be the demonic Mr. <laughs> smack legs. But how do you... <laughs> so we haven't actually said... So the of the commandments is... Uh, so the first commandment is, thou shall not have any other gods before God, which pretty much is just like God saying, you've got to worship me and nobody else. See, I read I read an article by a guy called Robert Driscoll, mm-hmm. who wrote whatchristianswanttoknow.com. Thank you, Robert. And he made it sound like it's not a case of you're allowed other gods, but God has to be first. Like, it's not a case that God doesn't want to be first ultimate. Do you know what I mean? He wants to win the pageant. Yeah. He wants the crown. No like, you can, you can only know understudy. Oh, it's a bridesmaid. <laughs> You've got to just have yeah. God. But Christianity is quite a modern idea. So is Judaism in comparison to a lot of other religions. So what do you know? Go on. This is your section. I kind of took it as, you know, you, you can't embrace any other gods than me. So let me look into that. Like when somebody's like, don't touch that, it's wet paint. I've touched that wet paint and looked at other gods. <laughs> and you've got to think... Just leaving, yeah. like, scary paint marks. <laughs> just like, gods. Um, and you've got to think, before Judaism and, and before Christianity, people did worship other gods. In Egypt, Anubis and Ra, the sun god. And I just thought it'd be interesting to look at what other gods came before the big G. So got? I've got a few. I've always found... Um, the gods of Hinduism quite interesting. Blast from I was going to say blast from the past, but that's like <laughs> a quick blast from frogs. God, I remember. I remember Hinduism <laughs> frogs. We didn't learn about Hinduism and frogs. Only, only Jesus. Jesus. Only ever Jesus. Only ever Jesus. So I always remember the story. The story of Krishna quite vividly in my mind, where he was a little boy and he was playing with other little boy gods. <laughs> <laughs> The way you phrase that just tickled me. It's just there, just little boys. Um, And then this other god, Rama, um, was playing with him. And he said to Krishna's mother, Krishna's eaten dirt. And she went up to him and was like, you've been such a naughty boy. How dare you eat this dirt? Let me look in your mouth. He's like, I'm not lying. Mr. Smacklegs coming. He's on the (laughs) phone. Show me what's in your mouth. And he's like, do you know what? I've not eaten any dirt. And she looks in his mouth and sees... The whole internal universe and heaven and the regions of the sky and the orbit of the earth with its mountains, islands, oceans. She saw the wind and lightning, the moons and stars, the zodiac and water, fire, air and space itself. So he's not just eating dirt. He's gone hard at Zazal Bazaar and he's taken anything he Literally can. Literally everything. Saved some room for jelly. Like He's, he's got space. He's, he's got like actual earth elementals and the theory of the zodiac. <laughs> just just that he's just washing around inside his mouth and i just think that's quite interesting that you know one day you'd look in your child's mouth and be like open up see what you've got it's like when a dog's eating something really bad and you try and pry yeah. it out and inside you're like oh i've seen the moon <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what i do imagine just like looking in your dog's mouth and there's just like you know norfolk just they're yeah. like oh i thought it was a twig yeah. uh, okay. it's like that scene from meaning of life where they go through the whole universe but you're just inside somebody's mouth yeah, uh, and then there's also Ganesh. Do you know of Ganesh? I do know of Ganesh, and I can't remember the names. But I learned about this at a different school. I think I had quite a big, good religious education. Wow. Um, Ganesh 
was, you can correct me if I'm wrong, he was very young. And there was a, another god, whose name I forget, who was very jealous of Ganesh, because Ganesh was like prince, like everyone loved him. He was a very beautiful baby. So they disfigured him and pulled his nose into a trunk. So he looked like an Completely elephant. wrong. But yes, it's the elephant head god. <laughs> um... <laughs> no, is the answer to that. He, he, Ganesh is the elephant head god, but the way he got his head was is quite... It's it's completely different, and I'll tell you why. So wow. he was the son of Shiva and Parvati, um, and Shiva went off gallivanting and hunting. Um, so Parvati made him out of the earth, made a boy, um, and she left to set him. And, went, and then while she was in the bath, Shiva came back and was like, who the hell are you? He was like, I'm a mum's son. I'm just baking here. Um, so Shiva set his gang of demons on him, Butaganas, who fought the boy, uh, and the boy actually won. So then Shiva chopped his head off, oh. and Parvati came, about, Parvati came out and said, that's your son, find him a head. The closest animal was an elephant. So I've definitely heard a different... I mean, obviously, there's all these different creation okay. stories. <laughs> Imagine having your, like, gang of henchmen demons beaten by, like, your five-minute Literally, he fought them off. And then he was like, <laughs> God damn. And after all this, he made Ganesh the leader of the Bhutanas because he was so good and so wise and beat them all as a clay boy. <laughs> That's not fair. You can't... They must be pissed as well. What? Because it'd be like, just because we didn't win, he's now yeah. in charge. That's not fair. Like, we didn't kill him and now he has to rule us. Great. Thanks, Shiva. <laughs> Jesus. Thanks, thanks, Shiva, again. we him an elephant head now. Oh, actually, you do want that fine. fine. Does it say why he's got loads of arms, or do you know? Wrong Because he has six arms. Wrong God. Ganesh has more than one arm. Well, he's <laughs> at least two. <laughs> he's got an arm on his face. He has no plans. Um... I know what you're you know, I think I, do you know what Hinduism is You're thinking of me. Vishnu. Like- uh, Vishnu is one of the most important gods in the Hindu pantheon and along with Brahma and Shiva is considered a member of the Holy Trinity of Hinduism. Okay. I love the Holy Trinity. I think she is like the goddess, perhaps. I'm just saying, I've just Googled Ganesh and he's got four arms. I think most of them are pictured with a lot of arms, Gareth. Because they, you know, juggle many plates. Juggle many Vishnu plates. is the preserver, <laughs> protector and sustainer of the world created by Brahma. Yeah. Brilliant. There you go. Learn something new. Every Better day. not let someone eat. Um, what other gods have we got? Go so, on and impress me. Um, then I went and looked into Norse gods. A lot of them everyone kind of knows from Marvel, Loki, God of Tricks, Thor, God of Lightning and Thunder. And and one that I think is really interesting that isn't really delved into in Marvel is Heimdall. Do you remember Heimdall? Okay. So, Idris Elba, yeah. Man with gorgeous eyes. So the description of Heimdall over various sources, sorry, I forgot to source my god stuff, um, but he's the guardian of the Bifrost, the rainbow bridge connecting the worlds, Known as the shiniest of all gods due to having white skin and was the son of Odin who sat atop the, bra- the Bifrost. And I think if he's not a shiny man on top of a rainbow, I don't know a twink god. <laughs> twink. I don't know, but he had that big sword. I feel like twinks don't go for the big sword. But I just like that he was the shiniest Look. of all the gods. The whitest skin will kind of leave out, but still, the shiniest man on top of the... But I mean, it is Norway. It is Norway. I mean, it, they are all blonde and blue-eyed. We know. Lucky bastards. But no, I think that's quite a good one. But I mean, he's well. I mean, he's very different in. Um, I mean, he's golden armor in Marvel. This is true. But uh, 
He's certainly He's not, not the whitest. whitest of all white men. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Listening to the Edda is really interesting because there's lots of different stories that are... It's just like a, a thing of hijinks. I listened to Neil Gaiman's book of Norse mythology and there's stories where mm. Thor has to dress up as a, a giant bride to get a fleece and that just because his wife's got all her hair cut off because of Loki, obviously. Like most of it's like, Loki's done some shit, let's go and have a hijinks and we've got it back. There we go. Finger guns. Finger guns. Let's go. So, with all the research you've done, have you found any gods that like you associate with quite heavily? Um, well, looking into kind of the more Greco-Roman gods, um, I found two gods that I think would be representing us, or we should we should pray oh, okay. to, or you know, make a small shrine. Yeah, I mean, that would go completely against the commandment. We're exactly. Discussing. This is why I've done it again. Wet paint, don't touch. Gonna touch. That's hot. Don't touch it. I've touched it. It's hot. So who do you want to start with, I me or you? Yeah. Who have you found? So for you, okay. I've picked the Fama, the goddess of fame right. and rumour. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, Because I feel like I haven't really looked into their kind of history or their stories because um, I ran out of time. Um, but I think it would be a good one because you are somebody who is quite famous. I mean, I was on The Apprentice. We're on The Apprentice loving some violins. <laughs> You're having the best time of your life. You're very popular. You're known around town. And you love a good gossip. I've just I've just Googled Farmer. Uh, yeah. Farmer? Fama? Fama? I, I, I Googled um, the pronunciation. It was like... In all the pictures, she's just got a massive horn. So, you know, you said she was goddess of yeah. rumours as well. She's just there like, oh my God, no, I can't believe they said that. And on the horn, just there like... Have you heard this? Pray tell, listen to my rumours. (laughs) I don't think I spread rumours, though. I spread the truth. You spread the truth. You're somebody who I'm like, oh, don't tell anyone. You're like, actually, I've just told three other friends. I hope you don't mind. Okay, firstly, let's make this all clear. If you want something to not be told to anyone else, you open with, don't tell anyone else. So you're not already texting people like, yeah, no, tell me. It's fine. Tell me after the event. It's like that bit in Scott Pilgrim where he's like, don't tell anyone, fine. And then his sister rings him like, how did you know? (laughs) You've got it. You've got it open, guys. Preface, preface, preface. And so which one did you find for you if you've given me (laughs) rumour and fame? I think you're going to actually love this. So I couldn't. There were so many that I'm like, okay, fine. Beauty, you know, talent, you know, goddess of the hunt. Fine. Uh, But I went with Mephitis, uh, goddess and personification of poisonous gases. I mean, I lived with you for just over I'm a, a year. Masseus. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> gaseous, gaseous, Lady Farticus in all forms. Tell um, me that would be me. Tell me more about her. Again, oh, I should have done. I did more of researching Hindu stories. Um, let's see what Wikipedia says. Um, Mephetis is semite goddess of foul-smelling gases of the earth. Um, <laughs> she was worshipped in central and southern Italy. She was originally goddess of underground sources, such as natural springs. The fact that many of these are oh, sulfurous a... led to her with noxious gas. She's almost always identified with the volcanoes. So... That is such a downgrade, yeah. though, being like, oh, we found water. And they're like, no, no, that's not that god. That's the god of farts. <laughs> that's the farty lady. <laughs> You'd not be invited to no. any party. Yeah, that's the thing. She's like, I like that she's also volcanoes as well. So it's like gaseous explosions. She is the fart goddess. <laughs> so we've got me just pretending to be famous and spreading some rumours of my yeah. giant horn. And then you're just crop dusting. 
everything. <laughs> everything. So okay. that's kind of what I, I thought. And, you know, I thought that would be something that we could pray to in modern days. And I think you've got something to talk about. Oh, nice run on, nice run on. There's a brilliant comic series called The Wicked and the Divine, uh, in which every 90 years, 900 years, I think it has a nine, there's like this pantheon of random gods get reborn. Um, and they replaced the other ones. And there was like, in this one, there's like Lucifer, there's some pagan gods. Uh, I've forgotten literally all of them that are in there now. I've just gone completely blank. But it's really cool. And I like to think that if we came back, the way they get prayed to is by having like parties or being celebrities or that kind of thing. Um, I think it would be great if you were just fart yeah, goddess. I think I'm going to have to fart goddess um, in all times. Yeah, that's your next tattoo. Your, that's yeah. your tattoo, tattoo choice. It kind of is a more modern... Uh, God, and I was looking at Cult of Cthulhu. Interesting. A right? Very much a god that you should not worship other than God. I think this would be the last god I would worship to after Jesus God. Well, this is the thing, because the Cult of Cthulhu I thought was, like, in books. It's, he's from uh, the Lovecraft books. H.P. Lovecraft created Cthulhu, and he's described as an octopus dragon with humanoid form. Scaly boy. Scaly boy, big mm. face, a couple of ways. One of the elder um, eternal gods. But I've Googled it, and the cult of Cthulhu is real. Like, people are genuinely praying to octopus face. It's a bit um, like everyone started... I don't know if this happened when you were at high school. Everyone started praying to the spaghetti monster. Or, like, what was it? The, the flying, see. ridiculous spaghetti monster or something. Or, or the, everyone started yeah, saying that they were a Jedi on their census stuff. Pastafarian yeah. was yeah. a good one. So tell me more about... Religion is so yeah. strange. Gotha. Um, there's not really much to say. Like they've got a call. There is a Bible on their website. Um, the link for their Bible goes to a random eBay page that isn't the Bible. So I think they need to get that. Fixed. If you're um, listening, but I did a bit of research. It's there's kind of not much. They're very vague about it, but it does come from the word cathonic, meaning of the earth. And he had a brother as well, Cthulhu. Yeah. Um, What's his name? Who was he? But did he look like an octopus? Had had had. Um, but it says, is the cult of Cthulhu a real religion? This is on their FAQs. And it says, yes, though we have some issues with the word religion. And they carry on to say, much like the word cult. And I'm like, well, that's just kind of said what you are right there. What can I gain from joining? It does not fall on cultist shoulders to convince those who have not heard the call. It is up to those chosen few who have heard the call to follow it. So it's just a very elitist yeah. club. It feels but, really um, clicky, like, you, you know, don't know, uh, then you don't know. But obviously the most important thing of any religion uh, from the FAQ is, are there holidays in the cult of Cthulhu? <laughs> you know, calamari for Ooh. everyone. <laughs> but it says, of course, most holidays are social ones. And while, of course, it is best to practice to celebrate with fellow cultists who understand the importance of these dates, the real importance is on the celebration itself. Which is nice. That's I thought, like, you do you. You do you, Cthulhu. Yeah. But yeah, so when I was researching uh, this commandment, because it's it's odd, because you kind of think that it is obvious what the commandments mm -hmm. mean. Saying, you shall have no other gods before me. Is there like, cool, be Christian, follow my religion, or be, be Judeo-Christian, so of Jewish or Christian belief, and believe in God. Pretty yeah. simple, right? But then when I researched it, coming back to Mr. Robert Driscoll, he has written a book um, called Spiritual Suicide, The Crisis of Casual Christianity. Whoa. It's a bit far, I think. Can you also say, um, did he not write Christus? Because if not, then I'm out. <laughs> he did not write Christus. He it missed a trick. Did. He did miss a He's trick. He's got a publicist. Um, but yeah, in this book, he talks about how you're not like a real Christian if God isn't first. So 
But when he says first, he's not saying in front of like other gods. He's saying in front of your family, in front of money, in front of everything, which I do understand. I don't know, in the 21st century, there's a lot going on. Who do you think we should be worshipping then in the modern time? Well, obviously, uh, in the book American Gods, Neil Gaiman again, which is, this is just becoming a fan cast for Neil Gaiman. He's great. Read his stuff. It's good. If you haven't read it, American Gods is the concept of old gods who have been brought over with other religions to America coming into contact with newer gods. So the newer gods, you've got technology, media, who's played by Gillian Anderson, and then in season two, you've got new media, played by Kayun Kim. But it's really interesting the way that they see religion. So in the quote from media, she says, and this is paraphrased, the screen is the altar. I'm the one they sacrifice to. They sit side by side, ignore each other and give it up to me. Now they hold a smaller screen on their lap or in the palm of their hands so they don't get bored of watching the big one. Time and attention better than lamb's blood. But it's interesting because I wouldn't say I worship media, Mm. but I've definitely spent more time on Netflix than... I have in the church. Did you just say Netflix so we don't get sued by Netflix? I did say, I did say the Netflix. The streaming service that begins meant... with N. <laughs> that sounds like Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> but yeah, I guess you do probably give a lot more attention to these things. I am somebody who will fully sit with a streaming service on the TV, something on my phone, whilst also playing a game. I don't know if it's something sensory overload, so I would fully worship media. Like, it, it, it is part of my life. Or maybe just even entertainment as a whole because it's not particularly I'm there like oh I need to watch this YouTube video and this show and play Animal Crossing all day all day you're such a liar <laughs> I know that's exactly what you do but it's not like it's specific things other than Animal Crossing it's just <sighs> Animal Crossing Tom Nook you could li- people worship oh, Tom Nook I, I'm not surprised the, there's probably it's rule 35 isn't it there's probably some sort of Animal Crossing porn already out there the what? rule 35 if it's on the internet there's porn of it it's true. I've never heard this it's rule. It's one of the internet rules. Where, are, where do you find these rules? Like, we've just discussed the Ten Commandments being, like, the ultimate rule, the original rules, and you're there, like, there's internet Maybe rules Maybe we should now. close this the season out with a, a, an episode on rules. <laughs> but there is internet rules, and they, I'm going to find it out. Uh, rules of the Internet Urban Dictionary. So it's rule 35. Uh, if no porn is found of it, it will be created. <laughs> That is so yeah. stupid because the concept is is that you are looking well. It's actually well. Quite, actually, um, rule thirty four to rule thirty six are of a similar vein. Um, rule thirty four: if there is porn of it, there is porn of it. No exceptions. If no porn is found, it will be created. No matter what it is, it is somebody's fetish. No exceptions. It's true, though. I mean, I, I, we do not have the evidence to substantiate I don't that claim. Want my, I, I'm I'm not going to be on a list looking for Animal Crossing porn. So um, let's. So it's probably people who do worship Tom Nook or Isabel. Isabel's popular. Isabel is popular. I mean, I don't. I've only been playing Animal Crossing for like a month. I think I missed the hype. But but you are fully into the crossings. Yeah, I've not played in a few days though, and I feel like I will get like shunned. If you always back go in. back in. Your village is like, where have you been? You haven't talked to me in like a week. Are you okay? And you're like, oh, leave oh, me alone, Susan. There isn't one called Susan. <laughs> with with uh, the concept of, like, new yes. gods, there's so many things they do on a daily basis. Like, there's trains, there's cars. When I'm driving to work and I hit a pothole, I'm not praying to gods. I'm praying, please, car, Deirdre, don't Deirdre. break. <laughs> My car is called DB, yeah. 
And I don't know. So you probably should put God first. Maybe I guess he Who can help. Who would you put above God though? Uh, like, if you had to pinpoint something, like food, you know, like TV, grinder. <laughs> I don't put grinder that highly. Thank you. Oh, I don't know. Maybe like king of the pub, king god of, of the, the pub. pub. So like a, a a pan or a Dionysus, like god of wine, god of fun. No, yeah, just thinking that thing. Like, I need that kind of social Party atmosphere. Gods. I don't know if there's a god of just, like, hanging out with your friends, having a few cigarettes and a couple too I think many pints. Pan would but... be there. Pan was, like, party guy. Yeah, but he just wanted to fuck. With wine. Oh, God. Can you say that? <laughs> I, don't know. I think Pan did want to fuck. Um, Pan was DTF. Like... <laughs> DTF. I mean, yeah, so it's, it's, it's an odd one. Like, who would you, who would you say is top of your list? <laughs> I spend most of my day with my cat, so it'd probably be one of the the Egyptian cat gods, that kind of situation. Or food. I'm a big food person, and I'm not like, I just need food to survive, but I'm sat here thinking about what I'm going to make for dinner. Or or when people are like, I'm just not hungry. I'm like, are you you okay? Like, (laughs) how can you not be hungry all the time? Um, And hence why I can't shift those pounds. I hear any bad to you. All you're saying today is like, I love food. I like eating butter. (laughs) Did you want this to be an intervention and not a podcast? I feel that's what you were getting Well, if the the next commandment that we're going to do is anything to go by, it's going to take one hell of a 180. (laughs) Well, let's wrap it up for for today. So um, as we said, the commandment was they should have no other gods before me. We've looked at other gods. We've discovered that Billy would be the god of farting. The cult of Cthulhu does have holidays. And uh, apparently casual Christianity is destroying the world. Completely. This is this is the problem. This is the problem we need to address. So, uh, Billy, what is the commandment next uh, week? Next week's commandment. Thou shall not make yourself an idol. Ooh. Ooh. What does that mean? Tune in next Tune week. Tune in next week. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you have been listening to Songs of Strays with me, Gareth Williams, and the lovely Billy Stubley. Uh, where can they find us online? We are, we are Songs of Strays on Twitter. Or you can email us at stro- well, songsofstraypod at gmail.com. Thank you again very much for listening. We have been Gareth and Billy. And all you sinners out there, stay hashtag, hashtag blast. Blast.